to our next episode of Unthrall Malachi, the podcast about anything and everything. I'm Malachi. And I'm Ben. And this week, we're looking at digestion! Yes, we are looking at the digestive system. Um, first, we have a small announcement. Um, at some point this week, uh, we will be making a website where you can interact, have a chance to interact with Malachi by asking questions, yeah. comments about the episodes, maybe a chance for us to add in a few things if we don't, maybe if we didn't include it in the podcast. Yeah. Anyways, that should be coming. Yeah. Very- also, both Pectonic plates and rivers have have things they didn't they didn't tell them they want to tell you. Yeah. So we can maybe put some updates and that sort of thing. Okay, so Malachi, if the nervous system feels anxious all the time, and your skeletal system's nothing but bare bones, what do you think the digestive system is? What? Hilarious. It's the only one that digests. I don't get it. Ah, it's just a bad joke. Digest. Good system. Just. Just. What is jesting? Oh, jester. I, li- I like the dotty, the one you donned on it. I was like, oh, yeah. I'm sorry, people. That was a really bad joke. Moving on to our topic today, which is digestion. Malachi, I always started discussions off by saying, I don't know a thing about this topic. Yeah. So when we say digestion, what are we talking about? Well, there are four stages of... Of digestion that the digestive system forms. Okay. And the and the digestive system is your mouth, a saliva, is your mouth, a esophagus, stomach, stomach, intestines, liver, pancreas, gallbladder, rectum, and anus. Whoa, that's a lot of stuff. I think the rectum and randus are actually part of the large intestine. And you continue. They perform four functions. Ingestion is food getting inside your body. Mm -hmm. Digestion is breaking down food into simpler forms. Absorption is the absorbing of nutrients in the body. Mm -hmm. And excretion is the process of getting the waste out. Cool. In other words, this is how our body gets energy, gets its energy and nutrients that... Gets nutrients that fuel cellular metabolism so that we can survive. Cool. All right. Well, why don't... Should we just go through each of the each of the functions? Like ingestion. We're going to focus on specific parts, such as the mouth, the esophagus, or the, or the liver... Well, why don't we start with the mouth then? Let's let's start at the the mouth and teeth. Why don't we start at the beginning? Yeah, which is the ingestion part. Your mouth has has more bacteria than than the than the entire population of humans. Whoa, that's a lot of bacteria. Yeah, although some of them are beneficial, others will will eat the sugar on your teeth, causing them to break down and creating cavities. Luckily, saliva has enzymes that kill those bacteria, as well as breaking down the food molecules into smaller forms. As well as... Also, you're also in a six saliva, large salivary glands, and like 20 or something the small ones, Mm -hmm. that all make saliva. Wow. As well as chemical digestion... There's also mechanical digestion. Oh, 
Okay, what's mechanical digestion? Chemical digestion is what I like enzymes. Enzymes are specific molecules that will re- react with other molecules called substrates mm-hmm. and break them down and change them so that they can be so that they can be used by the body. Cool. That's what chemical digestion involves. Mechanical digestion is like the crushing of food. Your mouth mm. contains both chemical digestion and mechanical digestion, which is to it, chewing. And of course, and the actions of the tongue, which is a very fleshy or which is a, which is actually an organ made up of eight muscles. I didn't know eating was so complicated. And that's just the mouth. <laughs> also, we haven't even talked about the teeth yet. Okay. The teeth, there are four types of teeth. Incisors. You're tapping your front two teeth on the top. Yeah. Top Incisors cut into things. Mm-hmm. Canines grab, rip, and tear. Mm-hmm. Premolars and molars both grind. Okay. And if I remember right, so the, the front two teeth are incisors. The teeth next to those are human, at least on humans, canine teeth. And in then other peop- in other animals, the molars are for holding meat and don't serve as grinding. And don't serve grinding, though in others, the canine teeth don't serve as, gri- as grinders, but instead pluck grass. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. So te- teeth function differently in different animals. Yeah, also... Depending on whether they're a carnivore, an herbivore, or omnivore. Yeah. Probably have different sets of teeth in order to allow them to do the chewing or ripping, tearing functions. Also, fun fact. Sharks, if they lose a tooth, another tooth will slide back and replace it. Also, they can use or lose a lot of teeth in their lifetime. That's crazy. Don't they have, don't sharks have like three rows of teeth? Yeah, uh, or some sharks. Depends on the shark, I suppose. Yeah, it's kind of like a conveyor belt. A tooth grows, and moves in, and then another <laughs> one falls out, and then it comes there, and then another one falls out, but at the same time, <laughs> another one grows in, and then it moves, and then another one falls out, and so on, until the shark dies. It's like, it's like a conveyor belt. Um, cool. Alright, so once, uh, once the teeth have done its function, what happens next? While well, you swallow. Is this when the esophagus comes into play? Yeah. A flap, but first, a flap called the epiglottis and another flap that I don't remember the name of. The epiglottis seals off the windpipe. Right. And something else seals off the vocal cords. Next, let's move to another destination. The esophagus! Woohoo! Malachi, what is the esophagus? The tube, the tube that connects, that connects your stomach, that connects your mouth to your stomach. Mm, okay, tell me more. The esophagus, do- the esophagus doesn't ch- just pull food, which is now called a bolus because it's practically unrecognizable already from from the hamburger it used to be. Hamburger, or the hamburger. Or veg- or pepper or anything else that it used to be. Or noodles. Yeah, noodles are my like my favorite food <laughs> on the planet. That's why I thought hamburger was random. <laughs> it's like you should be talking about noodles. Okay, keep going. Like a hamburger. Anyways, they it's pushed down by paralysis. What is it? What do you mean? 
Well, smooth muscles. Smooth muscles are muscles that you can't control. Okay. Are, are t- a special type of muscle that you can't control. They will. They will. They will contract and pull the bullet down. If the bullet gets stuck, an extra strong contraction will pull it down. Mm-hmm. At the bottom of the esophagus, there's a spincer. A spincer? What is a spincer? A circular muscle. Will be a circular muscle that like opens like a ring and closes, like your mouth. Ah, okay. Gotcha. The spincer stops corrosive stomach acid from going... That spincer stops the corrosive stomach acid oops, from going in, into, your, into your esophagus. But sometimes it fails its duty, and that's what causes heartburn. Ah, yes. The corrosive acid. Right? But sometimes, for the bolus, it will open up and propel it into the next part, the stomach! Woo! We've made it to the stomach. Yeah. The stomach is a huge, is enclosed, is a giant, is kind of like a bag enclosed in three rings of muscle. There are many folds called rugray, but they will, but, but the stomach can expand to hold up to twice, um, and it can hold up to twice as, as much food as it did when it's empty and more, I think. Wow. Yeah. Anyway, anyways... As, anyways, in it also has three. It also has both chemical digestion and physical digestion. Okay, how does the stomach do that? So, chemical digestion. There's a highly corrosive stomach acid mm-hmm. that as well that will also kill bacteria that doesn't get caught by the saliva. Gotcha. But how does the stomach stop corroding itself? It doesn't corrode itself. There's a thick layer of mucus that protects it from from doing that. Ah. So you said there's that's the chemical digestion. Right, there's so, also mechanical yeah. digestion. The stomach will the stomach has three layers of muscle that will move. Mhm. And that will crush the food kind of. Mm. And we can't talk about the stomach without talking about for it. Drum roll please. Vomit! Vomit! Oh, wait. <laughs> so I was not excited about that. If a stomach, <laughs> if the stomach gets too full, or if you're car sick, or if you, or if you have motion sickness, remember when I told oh. you about that in the ER episode? Yes, or a virus. Or a virus. They'll associate that with poisoning. Right. If the stu- then the stomach starts to move in small waves. The the pylochloric spincer opens the doors. Oh, we haven't talked about that. At the end of the stomach, there's a pylochloric spincer that that leads to the, the intestines. Okay. Side note: the intestines are probably the most little known part part of that because everybody thinks about the stomach, but the intestines are the most important part. I mean, the entire thing would be literally pointless if it, if it wasn't for the small intestine. Anyways, continue. We'll get to that. Yeah. Tell anyways, me. so so the pylochloric spincer. I'm not spe- I'm not pronouncing pylochloric right. I just know it. Mm-hmm. 
So we're back for a second. We paused for a moment because Malachi said, I was not sure I'm pronouncing this correctly. And I looked up, it's pyloric sphincter. It's pyloric sphincter. Yes. So the pyloric sphincter is the gateway between the stomach and the intestines. That's it. The stomach can hold food up to four hours. And they can turn it into a slushy mixture called chime. But we're talking about vomit. Yes. So if I ate something that my stomach doesn't like and it wants to eject it, what happens? So so the stomach starts to move in small waves. Mm -hmm. The, The sphincter... Yeah. At the bottom of the stomach opens up, let its contents back in. The esophagus opens its doors. A great amount of saliva comes to protect your teeth from from the stomach. And then, and then, well, <laughs> you know what happens. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, that sphincter will only allow will only allow it to be outside if if it's returned into a slushy mixture called chime. But wait a minute, if it's, well, wait a minute, why isn't our poop slushy, um, a liquid chime instead of that stuff? Because there's even more to the digestion. <gasps> most, <coughs> most people only think about the stomach, but actually there are many other things. But actually there are other stuff. The intestines. Ah, yes. So tell me what... Uh, what are the intestines for? And I know there's two. There's small intestine and large intestine. Well, the spurts serve different porpoises. Yes. What is the small I just thing? said different porpoises. <laughs> Actually, there are seven species of porpoise. I could go around naming them, but I think I'm going to save that for a, for a cetacean episode. Yeah, let's, let, let's talk about the small in, intestines. Yeah. It's the most important part. By the time that it goes back, food has virtually disappeared. It's about 20 to 23 feet long. And this one, and the first part is called the dudonium. Food is broken down even more with bile from the gallbladder. Okay. And once that's finished, it moves to the ginger, which, which has a lot, which has a bunch of enzymes that. What the bile does? Yeah. Okay. There's a bunch of enzymes that'll, that'll break down carbohydrates, proteins, and lipids even more. Mm. Let's get a few notes on nutrients. Carbohydrates are your body's energy. Yes. And proteins are you may are your body's like main structure. Back to the small intestine. Then it reaches the digenium. Now now there is now there is finger like protrusions called the villi, which are lined with even more microvilli. Which all makes a very absorbent surf, surf, which all makes a very good surface area. Mm-hmm. If you sh- if you could flatten it out, it could cover a tennis court. We need that surface Whoa. area. Actually, that's the entire thing, though. The dudonium has villi too. The villi absorb finely absorb the nutrients mm-hmm. from from it. From the food. Yep, we've gone all this way, and finally, they're getting absorbed. Hmm. Anyways. And that's how, just just to make sure, tracking everything. I eat food, I chew food, I swallow food. And through all this process, the food is slowly being broken down, and finally when it gets to the small intestine, 
it's been broken down into the parts that we need the most to help our bodies be yeah. healthy and give us because, energy. Because, oh my god, we didn't even talk about this. What? The molecules in food are just too big to be absorbed into the bloodstream. Gotcha. So, they need to be broken down by chemical digestion. Also, the foods need to be broken down by physical digestion to right. make it so that they can absorb. So, the sandwich I ate for lunch today is now on its way to being absorbed by my body. Yeah. The entire process takes about 30 hours. Wow. Okay. I bet it's still in your stomach, though. Probably. And add a delicious tomato from our garden. Also, different foods... Also, different foods take different times. That's true, because I imagine something that would take longer to break down. Carbohydrates are separated into amino acids. Proteins are separated into glucose. And fats are separated into fatty acids and glycerol. All of those your body can finally use. Well, now let's talk about the liver. The liver is the most power, is the largest organ in your body. Mm-hmm. And it takes most of the upper right abdomen. It forms more than 500 single functions. Whoa. I, I imagine we're not going to go through all of them, but you want to tell us some, a little more about the liver? Yeah. If the liver is broken, it can grow back. Whoa. That's the only part of your body that can grow back. But I think we're going to have to do... But other animals can grow back their tails, such as lizards, grow back limbs, such as octopi and newts, and an axolotl, which is a type of salamander. I think we might want to do an axolotl episode because they're, like, so cool. <laughs> can even grow back eyeballs, gills, and up to half its brain. It's <laughs> mm. so cool. Um, yeah. Anyways. All right, back to the liver. That's because it's so important. One of its functions is that that's where toxins are separated from the good stuff by a particular enzyme. This one is special because it bonds to many things, not just, say, lipids or something. Okay. Also, it's where stores of energy can be made so that you don't feel hungry every time of the day. Hmm, right. Now, the last part is the ileum. What is the ileum? It's a part where it's a part where most nutrients have been absorbed, so so the villi are kind of shorter. There's a there's yet another sphincter that separates the small intestine from drum roll, please, the large intestine. You said the small intestine was like twenty three feet. Yeah, long. Long. The large intestine is only about five feet long. Huh. Why is it called the large intestine when it's shorter than the small intestine? It's wider. It's wider. End of story. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. The transverse colon is the first part. It goes up. Then the... No, the ascending colon is first. It goes up. Then transverse colon, it goes right. Then descending colon, colon, it goes down. Right. And then it gets to the rectum and anus. But let's talk about some stuff. Uh, large intestine, water is absorbed into the body because you can't let all that waste. Also, even though there's no villi, some there is still some stuff for breaking the the few nutri for absorbing the few nutrients that the villi did not get. Also, the bacteria are a really 
a really cool part. There are like so many of them, like more than or there are in your mouth. Whoa. Also, there are bacteria found in both the stomach and the large intestine. Wow. And some bacteria cell walls can pr- can protect them from the stomach acid. So I just want to want to clarify one thing. When you said colon, you're talking about the large intestine has three different sections. Yeah. First section where the colon ascends, then it goes across, at least in the bo- in the human body, across the belly, and, and then, then down. down towards your rectum and anus. Yeah. And those are the three colon parts of yeah. your intestine. Okay. Just wanted to make sure I clarified that. There, are, in fact, there's even a very popular myth about them. Oh, what's that? Ooh, are we busting some myths? Yes. Busting some myths. There are a hundred billion bacteria in there, more num- outnumbering your cells by almost ten to one. What? Wait, there's only about three point seven billion in there, which is about as much as how many cells there are in your body. I mean, frankly, Malachi, I think you busted the biggest myth, which is that everybody thinks your stomach does all the work, like breaking down the food, absorbing the food. Absorbing the nutrients, and then somehow it just goes to your waste holes. We'll Probably through a double esophagus. Yeah. Uh, um, or maybe your stomach is just larger. Yeah. Anyways. Please, continue. So, we've got things are moving through the large intestine. Also, now let's talk about gas. And, drumroll please, farts and burps. Burps are caused when you accidentally swallow gas. The esophagus is attached to the side of your stomach to stop the gas from constantly escaping. So that I would sound like this: burp, 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 burp. And farts are the waste material left out from some of those bacteria. Many of the bacteria are there are beneficial, helping mm-hmm. to break down the food. But some of them don't do anything. And some of them actually are diseases and will harm you. Anyway, some of them give off waste products that has to be extruded from the body. And that comes out as farts! Alright, well, what about the rectum and anus, the end of the journey? The end of the journey. As you passed everything else, which on the whole should have taken about 30 hours. It depends on the type of food, how long it is. it needs to break down in the stomach, how much time you spend chewing it, if it gets stuck in the esophagus or not, etc. Now, it's much harder. It's, instead of hardened into like a slushy mass, it is now hardened into... into into feces, aka poop. And the rectum is a storing pouch for poop. Right. Its S shape makes it so that so that no feces doesn't come out during a fault. Feces also contains dead bacteria, germs, and other stuff. Right, which is why we don't touch it. Touch it. We don't want to get that Besides those germs it of bacteria. Being all of waste. Besides it being waste in the first place. Right. It's unsanitary because, well, your body got rid of it because it's not good. Yeah. And so you don't want to, that's why we don't touch it. Then it goes through to the anus. 
two sphincters, an internal sphincter and an external sphincter, help to work together to to get out the poop. But if the internal sphincter is denied too much, it might even give up. It might just give up. That's what leads to constipation. Ah, gotcha. Well, we wouldn't be doing the world good, though, if we didn't talk about other animal digestive systems. It's true. Carnivores have a shorter, have a shorter small intestine than than other than other animals than than herbivores. I don't know why. I cannot say. Ooh, here's another myth to bust. Ooh, cool. Busting some myths. Busting some myths again. <laughs> Cows have four stomachs. They yes. don't. They have a, a f- one stomach with four sections. Also, they rely on bacteria even more than we do. They don't. They don't get bacterial help at the large intestine. They get it at the stomach. And sometimes they need to break it down even more because grass is really, really hard to break down by chewing their by by regurgitating it and then chewing it again and then swallowing it. Oh, interesting. That is called chewing your cut. Some some rodents will actually eat their own poop, so that so that even more nutrients can be absorbed. You mentioned um, regurgitation because I know that's something that some birds do. Yeah, and birds will actually because they have no teeth will actually swallow rocks to well, to help them grind their food. Oh, interesting. So animals that don't have teeth, like birds. Need to find other methods in order also, to. Also, they have a gizzard, which is like another stomach, which which serves the same purpose as the other stomach. Bugs also have a gizzard, and they also have teeth in their gizzard. In other words, they have teeth in their second stomach. That <laughs> saying that sounds so weird. I gotta say it again. They have teeth in their second stomach. <laughs> That's totally weird. <laughs> yeah, that breaks it down. The most simple digestive systems have a ma- have a mouth, a digestive cavity that both breaks down food, absorbs the nutrients, and absorbs the water, and then they excrete it out through the exactly same way that they ate it. Whoa! In other words, they poop. In other words, they eat. They they eat through their mouths. In other words, their mouth is all. In other, yeah, those are that's the simplest digestive systems. Wow. Um, how much does size play into any of this? Like the difference between, I don't know, a mouse and a bear. Well, it. Ooh, rodent teeth. Rodents are special because they have incisors that are continuously growing. That's why they gnaw on stuff. They have to file it down so that it doesn't keep growing so that they look ridiculous. Right. What about fish? Do fish have anything special in their digestive system? I don't I don't know, but uh, but a squid's brain is shaped like a donut. Do you know why any of that has to do with Do you know why that has to do with digestion? Because the esophagus passes through it. Their esophagus passes through their brain. <laughs> their esophagus passes through their brain. So strange. <laughs> No, not strange. So unique. 
cool. Different. Different. Well, do you have anything else to add? Hmm, I don't think so. Well, that's our episode on the digestive system. Digestion. In general. I learned a lot today. Well, it's actually also ingestion, excretion, and absorption. And absorption. Absorption, yeah. And I'm sure a lot of those things, boy, some people study that for a whole lifetime. Yeah. But there are gastrological ingestologists that specialize in studying the digestive system. Gastro Gastrologists that specialize in studying the digestive system. Yeah. It's crazy how much information you just packed in this single episode and there are people who study it for a lifetime. Well Yeah. Like in and in, in all of our other episodes, there's like so much more to learn. Well we only covered the basics. Right. But until next week, don't forget to subscribe to our podcast. Tell your friends about it so they can join in on the action. And keep an eye out for the forthcoming website, which uh, you will be able to ask questions. Ask questions to Malachi, and we'll be able to put up extra information if we need to. And until then, be safe. Stay curious. Wear a mask. Wear a mask. Wear and... masks, and when you eat food, remember, remember the incredible processes that the body goes to to digest it. Woohoo! All right, bye. bye.